This is Max, and welcome to the Ronin System Podcast. Today's episode, I'm testing out a new mic that I just bought, the Samson Q2U. It's a um, pretty well-rated handheld mic. Uh, it's, I bought it because, you know, it was, it was on sale, and, you know, I'd read the reviews, and they are pretty good. So, sorry if there's, like, a little bit of a sound quality difference. I'm just trying to adjust to it now, but I can tell you one thing. It is a lot better than the other XLR mics that I was using for my mixer. And the reason I have been using my mixer is because of those mics. So now I'll be able to actually have, you know, guests on and uh, be able to actually have two people with, with two mics, two separate mics, one per person. And hopefully that way, you know, you'll have more variety in terms of content as well as, you know, just what, what you can listen to, different opinions and things like that. The thing that I've been trying to aim for, you know, the thing that I've been trying to uh, get on this show. But anyway, back to the actual content of the show. What I wanted to say today was, um, first of all, I started a Reddit account not too long ago. And, you know, really, I, I just kind of started it to, to stay up to date in certain online communities, like, you know, the Jiu-Jitsu community, as well as the uh, the gun community, StarCraft community, things like that. Things that I like hobbies that I have that I just want to stay interested in and just get like outside opinions on, not just like the local opinions or anything like that, or not have to go on Google or anything. Just sort of talk to people with similar interests and um, really just kind of connect with the community. And what I noticed was, especially with the jujitsu community, is that people ask a lot of questions. And it's not like it's a bad thing, but they usually it's like oh I, it's my first jujitsu class it's my first time uh, doing any kind of martial art or you know like what kind of gi should I buy you know like what um, what should I be doing what's the etiquette and really it it kind of it bothers me uh, when people ask those things so much because these are things that should be asked to the actual local community you know when you walk into a gym or any sort of club or association. You should be able to ask them anything. You you know, on approaching people online, especially just complete random strangers, and asking for their opinion, it it can be you know, it's it's like a fifty fifty. You know, they could give you good advice or they could give you bad advice, and it's the same thing at the local level. But you at least get to communicate with the people that you're going to be working with. You get to communicate with the people that you're going to be training with, and that you're going to be you know basically going to social events with, like tournaments or, or just like seminars or things like that. And more importantly, you're going to be training with these people, you know, especially in jiu-jitsu. When you go to the classes, uh, it's it's okay to ask questions, you know, because I'm, I'm a higher belt. I'm a brown belt, which is like a step below brown, uh, black belt. And, you know, I've been doing this for about seven, eight years. And I've had people come up to me and ask questions. And I'm, I love to answer these questions because... I would not be here if it weren't for the people that I trained with. If it weren't for the people that were above me or the people that came before me, if they hadn't brought me in, then I would have never continued because you know the the it's it's hard. If if anyone of you guys have ever done jiu-jitsu or any kind of martial arts or anything like that, it's it's hard. It's hard work. You you're, you're going to have to put a lot of time, a lot of commitment into it and you're going to get your ass kicked. It's that's just how it is. But I would not have continued to get my ass kicked because I do not like getting my ass kicked. But at the end of the day, after I get my ass kicked, my training partner, they're going to come up to me and tell me what I did wrong, especially if they're higher belt. They're going to encourage me and say, like, it's it's all right. Everyone gets their ass handed to them in the very beginning. You're, you're going to get better. And after seven, eight years, 
yeah, sure, I, I beat up some some lower belts and whatnot, but I'm still getting my ass kicked. And I'm totally okay with it because now I can look at it and look at my training partners, look to my instructors, look to my uh, seniors and be like, hey, what, what can I do better here? Or, you know, even look to my lower, uh, the lower belts that people that beat me at those levels and say, hey, uh, what can you help me with? You know, like, how'd you do that? Or uh, what, what, what have you been working on to actually get to this level? You know, things like that. And I know certain people, they can be a little bit socially awkward or they're just uncomfortable with the conversations that you can have. Like, what, should I take a shower right after? You know, that's that's a question or that's that's something that people actually don't do after they tr- uh, after they train, which is dangerous because you can get staph infections. You know, you can get all kinds of bacteria and diseases and things like that. And people don't know that. People don't know that when you train jujitsu, you have a high chance of infection from like ringworm, from uh, staph, from impetigo, things like that. And they don't know that, you know, they don't know to keep their nails clipped and clean. They don't know to wash their geese right after you use it. You know, they don't know these things and they don't ask. But people online, people on Reddit, they ask all the time. You know, it's like, you know, how, how should I treat my geese? How should I take care of my geese? How should I take care of myself? Uh, what's what's the etiquette when I'm coming into class? These are things that should be answered right at the door. And I, I, I've been to a lot of different clubs. I've been to a lot of different associations and gyms. And there, there are gyms that don't tell you this. You know, there's instructors, there's coaches that don't tell you this. They just kind of expect you to know. And when you ask, you know, of course they're going to answer, but they're, they're not going to actually tell you. So there's no real way of, of, of knowing if they don't tell you. But if you go to, you know, official gyms like, like judo gyms, for example, they will tell you this is what you're supposed to be doing because there's such a strict regiment to it. You know, there, there's so much structure to judo. And when you look at something like jujitsu, yeah, it's getting really popular and it's it's great way to stay in shape. And in my opinion, I th- I think it's actually more effective than judo just because it implements more uh, in terms of grappling. But there's there's no structure to jujitsu. You know, there's no real set curriculum. Uh, whereas in judo, you're gonna learn this set of cr- uh, stuff and you're gonna learn this set of stuff at certain levels. You know, when you get your when you get your uh, shodan, your first your first black belt you know certain amount of things, but you have to keep going. You know, you don't stop there. Whereas in Jiu-Jitsu, once you get your black belt, that's that's sort of it. You know, you can really kind of teach whatever you want and you can really develop any kind of game you want. And I know a fair amount of black belts that actually, you know, they're they're not good wrestlers, they're not good at takedowns, or they're they're not good at really good at the ground game. You know, they're pretty well versed. They're pretty good overall, but there's there's holes in their games. Whereas when I meet, you know, judo black belts they know what they know, and I can test them on what they know because they've they've done it over and over again. But if I want to test them at the next level, then 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 that's when the the questions start coming in. Then then that's when you know their their whole uh, technique set isn't as polished because they haven't reached that level yet. Whereas in jujitsu, there is no levels to it. You know, there's there's plenty of of uh, black belts that are really good at certain things, and plenty of black belts that are really good at other things. But if you mix them together. It, it doesn't really work that way. You know, they'll be able to answer, they'll be able to go toe to toe. They'll be able to go to, uh, answer any questions or anything or teach the skills. But to them personally, it's just not up to par, really. And the reason I, I bring that up is um, back to the Reddit thing. I also, I'm, subs- uh, I guess, subscribed to Jiu Jitsu, BJJ, and to the Judo. And there's a stark contrast between the two. Yes, they're different communities, but the BJJ one, the Jiu Jitsu one, 
you know, people ask constant questions. Whereas in the judo one, they're really just putting out techniques. They're they're showing each other, just sort of building each other up. Like, you know, here's here's how I do a seonagi, right? Or like, look at look at this throw. Look at this competitor. You know, look at look at the recent uh, event that just happened. I think it was the Asian Games or something. But they they're posting techniques and they're they're posting things that are just kind of not really meant to answer questions, but just kind of build conversation. You know, build discussion. Because I feel like, again, most judo places, they will answer all those questions right out the bat. You know, they're they're right out the right when you walk into the door and right when you sign up for your first class, they're already telling you what to do. And, you know, if you've ever done a judo class or, you know, a judo training session or program, they, for like the first few months, all you're doing is just uh, ukemi or breakfalls. You know, all you're doing is just learning how to fall. And that's really it. You know, aside from that, they're going to tell you, like, this is your gi, this is how you put it on, things like that. And, of course, they do that in jiu-jitsu, but in judo, they also tell you, you know, hygiene maintenance, you know, like body maintenance. They tell you all these different kind of conditioning things you can do, like where judo came from, you know, what it is. Whereas when you go in jiu-jitsu classes, it, I feel like right now, it's kind of hard to pinpoint you know, where, where their lineage comes from, or it's hard to, you know, walk up to like a, a probably black belts, they, they would all probably know, but, you know, brown belts or purple belts, it's hard to walk up to them and say, hey, how did jujitsu start? You know, and a lot of people, they'll say with the Gracies, you know, who? Elio Gracie. Elio Gracie was this guy that was, you know, he's like a scrawny dude and he was practicing judo with his family and he couldn't really do judo because he was such a smaller guy compared to his brothers. So he started working on the ground game um, and just developing that. Whereas in judo, that was already developed, you know? And a lot of jiu-jitsu guys, they're going to think that judo is really mainly just stand-up. You know, it's, it's mainly just throws and sweeps and, and takedowns and maybe some arm bars and chokes. But really, actual judo... They actually have, you know, they have knee bars, they have um, like ankle locks, wrist locks, they have a lot of ground stuff involved. And I know for some of you guys, it's like flying over your head, but in judo, people don't realize that what the Gracies were learning wasn't, well, it wasn't full judo, you know, they were just practicing the throws, they were practicing the simple stuff, the basics, and really what that's called is, it's called Kodokan, Kodokan Judo. Just a little little history lesson for you guys. Kodokan Judo was started by this guy named Jigoro Kano, who is like considered like the godfather of judo, and by extension the godfather of jujitsu, or like the the great godfather or something. But anyway, what Elio Gracie was practicing was yes, he was creating Gracie Jiu Jitsu or Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, but he was practicing Kano Judo. Kano Judo is is mainly the ground game, you know. There's yeah they learn throws and whatnot but it's mainly the ground game and really when you look at it they wanted to name uh, Elio's new style just judo it was just Brazilian judo but judo's just it just didn't sound right so that's why they used the old school name jujitsu because judo used to be called jujitsu but but really that's that's a whole nother story for a whole nother time and the reason I bring it up is because I feel like in jiu-jitsu, there's, there's, because there's no structure, people don't understand that. People don't get the history. And history is where you can really develop the most. Um, I remember a buddy of mine, he used to train um, Taekwondo. And, you know, 
he was telling me about his uh, his testing, his exams to get higher black belts. You know, when I when I first met him, I think he was like a first first degree black belt, which really it's just like the bottom. It's like a, it's like the bottom of the barrel. But when he was testing for a second, for his third, he not only did he have to do technique, but he also had to do history lessons. You know, he had to know the history of Taekwondo. He had to know, you know, where it came from and and why why they do what they do. You know, like why do they wear their uh, uniforms in a certain way? Why do they practice certain techniques over others? You know, what what really brought about Taekwondo? And that to me, that I feel like that's something that every martial arts should have. Because if you don't know your lineage, if you don't know your heritage, there's no point in doing it, right? Unless you're doing something like, you know, MMA. MMA really doesn't have a heritage to it because it's just... It's just a, a a form of entertainment, really. You know, it's it's a combat sport, like um, like boxing. But if you want to to master a martial art, if you want to understand a martial art, then you have to know the history, right? Because it's it's not just about the techniques. Because then that's it just really becomes a sport. And there's a lot of people that want to do the sport. Yeah, I completely understand that. It's okay, but. For most, you know, they they say they want to be a master of jujitsu. They say they want to be, you know, the best. But you have to really know it at a certain level. You have to know it to a very fine and and deep level. And for me, it's jujitsu. It's it's such a inclusive and and open and friendly martial art. It's one of the the most sort of humbling arts you could do. But I think it's also one of the the more I guess ignorant. Because there's a lot of people that do jujitsu and they just don't know about the history, just because of the the lack of structure. Um, and and I sort of started really thinking about this a lot ever since I joined Reddit. Because again, all those questions pouring in, yeah, it's okay to ask you know the community and get their opinion on it, but really, it it should be answered at the door. And if you go to a gym or if you go to a school and they don't tell you this they don't tell you to take a shower right after you train or wash your gi right after you train or even keep your nails clipped then there's something wrong there there's something going on that that really shouldn't be like that you know and yes if you do jiu-jitsu now or if you do any sort of martial art now and they're not teaching you these things in the beginning or they haven't taught you these things in the beginning ask them now Ask them now, you know, go to your, up to your coaches, go up to your instructors and just ask them, hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? And if they don't answer you in a good, solid way, then there's something wrong. And I've, I've been lucky. I've been lucky that I go to, to gyms and I've gone to schools where people actually pay attention to that stuff. They're pretty strict on that stuff. And, you know, I've visited other schools where, you know, people smell like ass. When you walk into the gym or you walk into the locker room, it clearly smells like it, it hasn't been cleaned. And it's just... It's disgusting. It's gross. And it shouldn't be that way, you know? And I've, I've rolled with people that just smelled like absolute shit. And I could tell, you know, it just wasn't their body odor. It was the fact that their ghee wasn't clean. And I I could feel it just crawling all over me. It's, it's disgusting, you know? And these are things that you should learn right away. These are things that you should learn before you even step on the mat, you know? And it's, it's a little bit mind-blowing because there's a lot of gyms or pretty much every gym where if you even touch the mat with with anything but your bare feet like if you walk like a little bit with your with your shoes or your sandals or whatever you will get chewed out you know people are going to scream at you you know they'll, they'll tell you to get off the mat they'll tell you all kinds of different things but when it comes to you know just like teaching that stuff right out the bat 
it it doesn't really happen. You know, they don't tell you why. They just kind of tell you to get off the mat. That's just, that's disrespectful. Or you know, clean your gi. It's it's disrespectful. But really, what it should be is, hey, clean your gi. It is disrespectful, and the reason why is because you're risking our our hygiene. You're risking our health, right? Because we don't know what kind of bacteria there could be. We don't know what all these different kinds of uh, infections, all these different kind of viruses. You know, it's those are things you should be teaching. And once again, going back to that Reddit thing, a lot of those questions aren't even related to that. A lot of those questions are more like, you know, it's my first class. What should I expect? Or I'm going to my first class. What should I expect? And when I look at through the answers, a lot of it is like, you know, it's, it's going to be hard. Uh, it's going to be uncomfortable. You know, you're, you're, it's going to be overwhelming. Uh, and, you know, like things like that. Or you're not going to really do much because it's your first class. And yes, those are good answers. And yes, they do help. But no one really tells them what to do after the class because I think that's a major, major factor. You know, it's it's great that you're going to your first class. It's great that you're going to, you know, get involved in this in this lifelong journey of yours. But you should know what to expect afterwards, right? That first class, it's going to be really variable. Different gyms have different styles, you know. Like most gyms, they're just going to teach you the basics and then have you watch because, Learning is through your eyes first, right? Through your eyes and ears first. And then you start doing. But they don't tell you what to do after, you know? And I remember pretty vividly, there was this this beginner that uh, just started at this gym. And it was his first class, of course, you know? And really, all he did was, like, you know, forward rolls and, and break falls and things like that. But then afterwards, you know, he just kind of uh, sat to the side and just really wasn't paying attention, really wasn't watching or anything. Um, And no one really taught him that you're supposed to bow in and bow out before you leave the mat. You know, you bow in before you enter the mat and bow out before you leave. You know, you bow in before class uh, to the instructor and you bow to everyone before you leave. And no one really taught him that and he just kind of left. And, you know, people were bothered by it. You know, there's, there's higher belts that were saying, hey, why do you just leave like that? And in my mind, it's like... I mean, I, I was in no place to really say anything because there's plenty of black belts on the mat. And in, in my mind, I was like, uh, you're, you're supposed to tell them that, you know, you're supposed to tell them this is how this is how classes start. And really, I, I feel like in my mind, because I don't think I've seen him since he just kind of went home and didn't shower. Probably, you know, he did, probably didn't shower till later. And that's just disgusting, you know, because obviously when you get on the mats and you you do those like simple basic things, you're not going to sweat. Right. It's like if you went to a, went for a walk in the park, you don't really need to shower after that. At least you think. And really, I'm I'm really just kind of kind of venting right now because this is this is a big issue that I find in jujitsu right now is the lack of structure, the lack of of initiative to to keep people involved by making sure that it's it's not just some hobby because jujitsu really isn't some sort of hobby. You know, you're you're gonna have to understand that there's a lot more to it, you know? There's a lot of laundry, of course. There's a lot of showering, you know? There's a lot of, of just kind of paranoia, uh, especially with those situations where you're not sure if, you know, this, this pimple is a ringworm or not. You know, you're not sure if this itch or this rash is staph or not. And you're not sure if the mats are even clean sometimes. And that's that's a big issue. And sometimes you don't even know. You're just kind of ignorant to the fact that that's a possibility. 
And that's a huge issue. It's it's a major issue because imagine it's it's like if you go to school and you just don't bring anything. Like you, this is your first time going to school and you don't bring anything. And the teacher just kind of looks at you. He's like, "Where's your notebook?" And it's like, uh, "Am I supposed to have a notebook?" You know that kind of stuff. Because if you don't tell the kid that, "Hey, you need a notebook before you go to class," then they're just they're just not gonna know, right? And that's why schools give out those. Well, they have those open houses and they give out those little lists, right? These are the things you should expect. These are the things you should have, right? And it should be the same for jujitsu. It should be the the same for any martial art or anything you do. But I, I really do appreciate all the people on Reddit, especially in the uh, BJJ community, because they they answer these questions. You know, there's there's no doubt about it that they answer these questions. And I remember there's this one instance where I answered this guy's question. Um, he wanted to start like MMA or something, and he asked the MMA uh, su- uh subreddit, and I saw that, and I just saw the comments, and it was just stupid stuff. You know, it just wasn't even right answers. And this one guy gave this genius answer. He said, if you want to know that, go to BJ, go to the BJJ subreddit. They're going to answer your questions a lot better than these idiots will. And so the guy did. And then I saw it and I answered him and I said, you know, I, I said what I should have said. You know, I, I gave him all this, the rundown. And, you know, I, I think that made a big difference because then he was more appreciative. And then afterwards, I saw other people's responses and they basically told him the same stuff you know they're they're telling him things that he should know and it's a little different because it's mma you know you're not really going to find that i feel like you should be doing another martial art before you start mma and you should especially be doing something like jujitsu because it's very very useful in in, uh mma fights but really this is this is as about as ramped and rambly as i could get because this is something that's really important to me and you know I'm, i'm doing my best to actually spread the word on it but being at my level and being at this at this sort of tier, it's it's difficult because you know there's there's people out there that just won't listen to me. There's people out there, uh, especially higher belts, that just won't really give me too much attention, uh, just because I'm not at that level yet. And I completely understand that. But the thing is, you know, they they should be under they should be taking my advice. They should be realizing that this is going to be an issue. Um, and I feel like there's other people, especially gym owners or head coaches, that will take insult to it because they'll feel like it's their gym that's like that. And let's be honest here. If you're taking insult to that, if you're taking insult to the statement that you should be telling uh, beginners or you should be telling first-timers all these different things, especially the hygiene part, then you're probably not doing it. Then you're probably not telling them that. And that's the issue, you know? But really... Uh, that was really just a, a rant. Um, I originally wanted to just kind of talk about the whole culture of Reddit, but uh, somehow it just turned into jiu-jitsu just because it does get me a little hot and heavy. Um, and if you guys listened through that whole thing, thank you so much. Um, if you guys are regular listeners, thank you. Thank you so much for the uh, support, the continued support. And definitely, the you know, this podcast is, is growing um, and it's slowly but steadily. And that's... You know, that's, that's a great thing. But if you guys are new uh, and you guys want to hear more, feel free to subscribe. I try and post every Monday. And sometimes it does get kind of rant and rambly. And honestly, I, I think it's okay now. You know, you guys are still listening, so that's cool. But anyway, guys, thank you so much. Have an amazing day. Get out there, get hungry, and good luck.